Hello everyone, it is day 15 in the Big Brother house and once again I am losing the will to live. Okay, let's start from the top. It's day 15 and I got through it and when I woke up this morning <laughs> I didn't know that I was going to. Um, I couldn't work out like I've been doing every morning as is part of my kind of like feel productive, productive, productive uh, routine. So instead I just got straight out of bed and I I went on a walk. Um, I cried for no apparent reason as I walked along the Thames towards Barnes Gales because I thought, an oat milk latte will fix whatever glumness you're feeling. Um, I noted how difficult it is to articulate to loved ones, to anyone, the experience of feeling flat and down for no reason, especially at the moment when you feel like everyone's experiencing something far worse than you. Um... I don't have a loved one in a coma. I myself am not in a coma. Um, I don't experience racial injustice every day and I have a roof over my head. All of those things, however, don't take away from the unmovable feeling of being a bit grey. Um... I'd say it was the worst today that it's been in a while, Um, but it's been worse before and I've got through it and I am handling it so much better this time. Uh, Not as well as I could because I'm very bad at letting myself feel emotions. You know, they say you need to like really feel them and just go through them to get out the other side of them. It's a bit like, I don't know, a tunnel. There's no point turning round. You're going to get out either way. It's like you're in the middle of a tunnel. So why turn round when you can just keep going through it? Um, and there's peaks and troughs in the day. Like it's really, it's really hard to explain. Like I can see like moments of light and it's so refreshing when that happens because it's like, oh, I'm going to get there. I know I am. Um, so I then bumped into Holly on my way home from that walk, which is always so nice, makes like the environment feels so familiar, you know, when you're in London, but you can bump into your flatmate. I mean, obviously, we do the same walk every morning. I kind of knew where she was going to be, but I wasn't looking for her. Um, And then we came home and I made breakfast and I started work and I took it really slowly because I knew I was going to get overwhelmed if I didn't do that. I wrote everything down, (laughs) which sounds silly, but having to do that at the moment. Um, I limited my phone calls as much as I can so that I didn't have too many external influences on my mood, um, which also helps. Like, can't even really talk to loved ones at the moment properly. My poor mum, I hung up on her today because I just couldn't cope with the chat. Um, No, it was nice actually to speak to her because I haven't in a while because I just haven't had the, like, you know, energy, I guess. Um... 
and went on a walk at lunch, got another Gales. It was a two Gales day, people. That's when you know shit's hit the fan, shit's getting real. This shit's getting hard to slog through. And if you're feeling the same, what are those moments of luxury for you? Because fuck me, find them and just do them. (laughs) Do them. I'm meant to be being really sensible with money and I know it's like three pound a coffee which doesn't seem like the end of the world but fuck me it's serious like my spending habit there like the amount I could be saving but at the same time like I would rather spend all my money on something like that than than you know I don't know save it for when I go out for pointless dinners I don't know there's just like it's where you prioritize isn't it at the moment it's like there's things that can be prioritized and you have to think about all the money you're saving I guess from not um being able to leave the fucking house um yeah and then I finished the day and I thought thank god I'm gonna make a soup because soup always helps I made a pearl barley vegetable soup which was delicious um Holes and I then started First Dates, the new series, the Manchester one, which thank God for First Dates because, I mean, actually, I don't know if you've watched the first episode, but there were these two people on it that really jarred me. They're like Fulham private school people. Lol, I'm one of them. (laughs) I just described myself. I only went to private school for two years, okay? So, you know, still, still down to earth. um yeah watch that and I love how much everyone on that show just shamelessly loves love they're just like leaning into that shit like no man's business no shame like yeah I want to be in love yeah I want to fall head over heels yeah I just want it like the movies and I'm so into that because you know everyday life sometimes doesn't feel like that or like you don't want to push that agenda whereas actually it's like yeah fuck it what else is important just love um and then Holes and I phoned our old flatmate who I miss so much she we were living together um last year and then she had to move home because of corona we'd finished uni it was like everyone's jobs were up in the air and um we all moved home actually we had a moldy we had a right I need to remember things like this because I swear to god there was a moment when we were living in this flat right in New Cross it was wet it was damp there was like I can't tell you the mold that grew off our ceilings Holly slept on the living room floor for the good part of two months and I joined her like a month in because my room was making me so ill I had a rash all over my face I couldn't really breathe properly because it was all on the chest Ellis's asthma was horrific because of the damp like it was it's so bad the living situation that I'm blessed to have like four walls that aren't falling apart and crumbling and I can be warm at night and I forget that sometimes it's always about your reminding yourself isn't it of like this is the thing though right when you can see rationality it's all very easy to cope with but when I'm in the pits of whatever this like depression is then I have no rationality and I can't do that like forecasting back to when it was worse or looking to the future for when it's going to be better like I just can't and it's it's a horrible mindset because I can't really explain it to people because it just sounds a bit like self-pitying and wallowing um 
I'll try and write about it, I think. Uh, maybe a bit of poetry. <laughs> Get my creative juices flowing. Um, but maybe you're feeling the same. Maybe there's just this, like... I was reading an article today actually about uh, productivity and about, you know, that first lockdown where you had this pressure suddenly to be being productive. People were writing novels, people were like, you know, renovating their houses, people were baking 20 banana breads a day and doing their fucking sourdough starter. And if you hadn't done anything with your day, you felt unproductive. But actually, I think there's something beautiful and I haven't quite mastered this yet but I think there's something really valuable about just stopping like allowing yourself to experience the change rather than being the change is that a bit wanky does that make sense (laughs) not sure I more mean change in your environment is happening so rather than you forcing the change well let's lean into it and let's do the sourdough and let's do book club on zoom why not just sit and allow the change to happen to you and allow it to happen organically and to see where you're, where you fit in this new stage of your life, in this new like moment in the world, rather than like pushing at it. And I've definitely been pushing at it and it's not really moving like intuitively. So it's like, okay, yeah, routine is good for you, but what kind of routine? And is that routine different every day? Or are there like elements of a routine, but that's not the same thing? So is it movement in the morning? That doesn't have to be Joe Wicks in the living room. That can be the walk to Barnes. That can be dancing. That can be um, lying upside down with your legs in the air because that feels nice. Do you know what I mean? I just think there's a lot to be said about not feeling forced to be productive in this time so if you're getting to the end of the day and you're feeling like you've done nothing perhaps you haven't done nothing perhaps you've been changing and adapting to your environment I don't know and you've always done something you've been for a wee surely at least once that's an achievement Uh, my body's feeling fine um I baked a banana bread today (laughs) just chatting shit about people being productive and doing their banana bread and their sourdough starter and here I am I fucking baked one today love to bake when I'm feeling a bit miserable um so yeah I ate like half of that that definitely made me feel like full and good and warm on the inside that gooey banana bread um and the soul as I've said the soul actually at a deeper level probably is fine I think she's totally surviving I think it's my like surface level um coping that is pretty on the brink of something for sure but it's Friday tomorrow and I have the day off work and I'm going to spend the whole day doing things I love uh things I love in this new environment because often the list of things I love are things you can't do in a lockdown and that don't suit a global pandemic but alas we adapt we change um so I'll let you know how that goes and I'm hoping when I sit down to record tomorrow I'm a little bit cheerier and less worse aware because the last thing you want if you're also feeling the same is to hear someone bang on about how shit it is and how shit they feel so I'm really hoping that by tomorrow I can have some more concrete coping mechanisms and some light to shed I'm about to start a new book so that's really exciting um 
And in the first lockdown, I actually did this dream board, which was like, I guess it's like a kind of manifestation thing about all the things that in my dream world I might achieve. So I might revisit that and take a look this weekend. I'm also thinking of clearing out all my old clothes, getting ready to take them to the charity shop. Uh, that's a mammoth task. I am a disgusting hoarder and I own clothes that I have never fit in and will never fit in and have never worn. So they got to go. They have got to go. So I'm going to do that with this weekend as well. Um, but slowly. No rush to be productive. I think that's the general takeaway from this app, isn't it? What will be, will be. And just let yourself go through the motions because there's a lot of uncertainty and it's okay to be a bit unproductive. Hope you had a great day, night, evening, week, all of the above. And I will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye.